Welcome to the Chat Podcast. It's Entertainment Talks Podcast for Chat, Mental Health and Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Matthew, and today I'm going to be doing the January 2023 edition for the Chat Podcast, the first of the year. Um, hoping everybody's had a good start today, yeah? Um, and yeah, got a few different topics to talk about, some plans for some podcasts, some shows to talk about, uh, one of which I didn't jot down, but I will remember what one it is anyway. Talk about a bit about work, a bit about Rishi Sunak. Um, some classic review stuff, The Last of Us, because, you know, why not? And, uh, talk about work, and talk about the monthly report. Um, yeah, a couple of days ago I started realising, okay, it's getting towards the end of January, and I should start thinking of topics for the chat podcast. Now, some sometimes I don't need to specifically think of topics, they're just sort of, you know, already kind of obvious as to talk about, you know, w- whether it's world events or behind the scenes stuff and what I mean by behind the scenes is just hey we're doing these podcasts and that kind of stuff so um cause I want to talk about film reviews and just just some other stuff today as well um yeah I've been kind of thinking a bit in the last um couple of podcasts I know at one point I did get a bit sort of not politically heavy but kind of world news heavy and I don't really want to turn this into like a world news podcast but because it is a chat podcast, I do still want to kind of talk about, use this podcast to talk about things that are going on in the world. Um, I want to mention another podcast as well that I had, had planned. Um, so plenty, plenty to talk about today. Um, but uh, I, want, I want to kind of like mix things together, um, have some, some chit chat about stuff, talk about things that are going on in the world. Of course, in this day and age, there always is. Um and then talk about uh, you know monthly reports, things that are going on in my life and things like that. If there's anything specifically interesting, um, not just specifically interesting, but you know worth talking about and all that kind of stuff. So let's uh, th- let's just get the uh, Rishi Sunak stuff out of the way first. Um, yeah, interesting um, situation with with him. Not go- not a good situation, but an interesting one. Um, so for those of you that might not be following this news, or maybe you're not in the UK, so you're not really following news. I mean, I lightly sort of follow American politics, but obviously things over there make such big headlines that um, I catch on to them onto them anyway. But uh, yeah, he was caught, uh, when was it? Last week? The week before? Recently. Um, doing a video. I can't remember what the video was about. Nobody else seemed to because they were very con- they, they were more focused on the fact that he didn't have his seatbelt on and I, I don't think he got fined or anything did he? he got sort of like a warning or something and he got given an, in, not got given an apology he gave an apology and, and that sort of stuff I just sort of wonder with that that, that kind of reminds me of the Boris hair thing and what I mean by that is the amount of times obviously because Boris was the Prime Minister for quite a long time I can't remember how many years, but for for a while. And he used to be on camera a lot, especially obviously during that the COVID stuff, and he'd do like the daily report and all this kind of stuff. And you look at his hair and you'd be like, okay, your hair is very clearly a mess. There's a difference between like a hairstyle that you don't think is good and a hairstyle that's like I think it's easier to tell sometimes, like, okay, if somebody's got a messier hairstyle that's like, okay, bit more, I don't know, bit more hair, or you've got, like, a lot going on. That's not messy hair, that's just kind of, you know, 
the style that you've chosen. But then you can also tell with some people when their hair just hasn't been done. And the amount of times Boris was on camera was staggering to me in terms of... Um, sorry, not in terms of how many times he was on camera, but almost every single time he was on camera, his hair would be a complete mess. And you kind of wondered from two sides, like, is he aware of that? And if it was more sort of like singular interview focused, doesn't he have people around him? Doesn't the camera man or woman um, say to him like, hey, we should probably fix your hair up type thing. But that never happened. So if you translate that to the Rishi Sunak situation, like I'm assuming Rishi had more than uh, obviously they had a driver, didn't they? It would have it would have at least been the driver, Rishi, and whoever was filming that video, probably some MP or something. And none of the none of the at least three of those people said like, "Oh, your seatbelt's not, um, you know, uh, what do you call it? Seatbelt's not um on." But no, I mean you can clearly tell in the video. That, that, that it is. I mean, it's pretty easy to tell if somebody's not got the seatbelt on or not, right? Like, it's it, it covers your whole chest, doesn't it? Like, it goes across you. So, yeah, it, it just makes you wonder about MPs. And, I mean, there's a lot of things to wonder about people in politics and that sort of stuff. But, like, all, all you literally had to do is take one of the three of you, take three seconds to be like, oh, seatbelt's not on. Um, to probably put your seatbelt on and then film the video and then none of the conversation that happened happened would have happened um, but the funny part about it is like because for me personally I can't remember what the video was even about what he spoke about it was very very short but then whenever I heard any discussion parts about it or tweets or anything none of the conversation was about anything that he actually said so nobody could uh, nobody actually took in anything of what he said because they're all distracted by the fact that he's not got his seatbelt on it's like okay, if you're doing things like that then like it's such a simple mistake to make um so yeah yeah I mean that is obviously worse than having you know bad hair because you what if you know they got into an accident and Rishi had had an accident and whatever um obviously that's not the same as the Boris hair thing but just like are these people not aware of certain things when they're on camera that's the point I'm trying to sort of get across um in terms of like analyzing him and whatnot I think I spoke about this in the last episode he's just yeah I don't like him at all really I, I said that last time and it doesn't seem like his uh not got much popularity towards himself. The main thing he's doing wrong at the moment, which feels like could be easily solved, is all these strikes that are going on in the UK. You've had, like, teacher strikes, bus strikes. Obviously, the big one is the NHS strikes and all different sorts of other people. And all he keeps saying is... And I try not to watch too much of this stuff, right? I try to just get the gist of the important thing and see how he speaks and, you know, that type of thing. Is like, oh, we're having discussions about it. I was like, okay, um, that's not really, it, it's so infuriating sometimes when you see him, see an MP uh, or a, a politician and they get the most basic questions asked to them and they never, they, they somehow find a way to never ever actually answer the question. Um, and I, I heard a comment him saying about like, oh, we can't wave a magic wand and this and that. And it's like, nobody's saying it like that, but... It doesn't, I mean, I don't know what he does day to day. I don't know what the NHS do day to day, obviously apart from working. But 
there's been no report or any discussion of an actual conversation happening. Probably because it hasn't. I mean, yeah, if you're just going to be like, oh yeah, we're having discussions with these, not just the te- not just NHS workers, but teachers and whatever else, and say like, you know, oh, we're having discussions about it, but then there's no reports of any actual discussion, unless that stuff's private, but then I kind of doubt it. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, it, it was weird over the last month or so, because he just... I mean, Boris was on camera an awful lot, and obviously Liz Truss's time was, there's nothing to really speak about there, but, like, whenever, even though, even though Boris didn't deal with issues well, he at least was on camera regularly talking about them, and I still don't like either Boris or Rishi Sunak, I don't like either of them, but, um, and for, for different reasons, but, like I, I'm not seeing sort of like some people kind of wondered for a bit of time like where is he? Like you're supposed to be working and you've got like cost of living crisis and NHS strikes and some pretty serious stuff going on, um, which is kind of impacting the economy of the country and the functionality of the country as well because you know strikes lead to delays of things and that's not good for anybody. So it's like where 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 was he? Where where where's he sort of been? Um, the other, th- the other th- frustrating thing about it is he wasn't actually actually elected, was he? Um, because Liz resigned, um, she wasn't, you know, defeated in voting. She won the vote to get her to um, be the prime minister, but then she resigned, and it just sort of fell to um, Rishi. That's a bit like um, if a football manager resigns or something. It the, the role for the next couple of days or whatever, because you have to have somebody telling the team what to do. Obviously, you have coaches and all that kind of stuff, but it falls to the assistant manager. Now, that doesn't mean that the assistant manager's been specifically promoted. It just means, hey, the person before you didn't want to do this anymore. Um, hence, that's what resigning is. And the job's just, yeah, falling to you. Good luck. Like, you're supposed to be sort of the second in command, but now it's just falling to you. Um... So no, but nobody specifically chose Rishi Sunak. It was just, it from what I understand anyway, it was just given to him. So yeah, um, it it's a bit of a mess right now. It's a bit of a mess. So, uh, but no, I I don't like him. I don't like the way that he speaks. I don't like anything that he said. He seems very very arrogant, very kind of almost cocky, um, and yeah, it just it, there's. Like, sometimes you can tell a few things about a person from watching them speak, can't you? Like, body language and the way they present themselves. I've talked about these sort of qualities before. But, no, he's just not... uh, I don't think he's the real deal, so to speak. Um, uh, I'm just going to kind of jump from one topic to the next. I'm not really going to organise this in any specific sort of way. Uh, Classic reviews. I want to talk about that for a bit of time. Um... So yeah, I'm I'm currently sort of not not really brainstorming. You don't really need to brainstorm the episodes to sort them out. I'm uh, prepping, let's say, to do the next actual full season of Classic Reviews, which would be the fifth one, I suppose. I can't remember how many I've done. I've done at least the three seasons. Then the fourth was a was a Jim Carrey one, and I've done just done finished doing a uh, mini series, which is for the Pixar Disney films, which was really fun to do. Actually, I really enjoyed revisiting things like uh, Hercules which I hadn't seen for I don't know how long 
Um, but that was just kind of, hey, here's a quick idea that I can do. I've kind of run out of time. Not to rush the episodes, but like, I, I just realised it was October and November and December. And like, oh shit, Christmas is really soon and I need to take a podcast break at some point. And uh haven't done anything for classic reviews because I did that all in the space of about a week. Granted, it was only four films to, to watch and whatnot, so... Um, yeah, but, uh, so a few things I need to follow on with is the last season of The Wire, because I've done the first four of those, so the fifth season, which, yeah, is the last one, isn't it? I think it's ten episodes, gotta watch that. Fools and Horses, I think the next one is season four for me, um, so no, I've not seen all of Fools and Horses, but I've at least seen some of it. Uh, such a classic British show, such a brilliant show. Uh, looking forward to that. I believe there's seven seasons of that, and then there's like some special things. So, uh, depending on time and other factors, um, I'll see how much of because it's only going to be like six or seven episodes, I think, for Falls and Horses, uh, season four. So, because um, I remember the last two times I did Falls and Horses, one was for the first two episodes, just for like a taster thing i mean i'd seen fools and horses before i'd seen you know episodes here and there but i hadn't seen them in order um so that was for those two and then the next podcast i did was quite a lot of them it was like the first three seasons so i don't know necessarily if the next classic reviews um what's called fools and horses podcast will be for like seasons four five and six It, it might just be for season four or something so got that one um i have got the other superman film 78 the um Christopher Reeve first film. I've heard different things about I can't remember because there's four of those, isn't there? Uh Richard Donner directed. Uh of course Richard himself and Christopher Reeve have both passed away, haven't they? So, um there's that, but uh I heard that there's like there was like a Donner cut of one specifically what's what and that because I, I don't really want a Justice League situation where I accidentally watch a terrible film. Like, if someone was to say to me, like, hey, Matt, I'm going to watch the Justice League, I'd be like, don't watch the Justice League, watch Zack Snyder's Justice League. <laughs> uh, so I, I don't want to, like, because I'm, yeah, I think there's, like, a cut of one of the films. I don't know if it's two or three. One of them's, like, significantly worse or better than the other or something. So I, I don't want to accidentally watch, like, the terrible version of the film and then be like, this sucks and all this kind of stuff. And people are like, no, Matt, you got to watch this one instead. So... Um, which shouldn't really be the case, we shouldn't, when you do things like director's cuts, that should just be, I don't know, just extension things, but then we shouldn't, you shouldn't as a studio have the specific need for a director's cut, because then what that means is the theatrical version of whatever film is not the one that the director intended, obviously it was like, you know, Joss's Justice League wasn't anything close to Zack's Justice League because not not only was it not like okay this isn't just a different version of Zack's they rewrote the whole thing and got a completely different director with a completely different vision and tone to come in and redo the whole Justice League so that's like a, a unique version of that but my god the stark difference between Joss's and Zack's Justice Leagues are so different. <laughs> I still can't believe to this day that a big studio like Warner Brothers actually felt the need to be like, no, not not only are we not going to finish the VFX or whatever for Zack's Justice League, 
because I don't know that they specifically needed Zach for that. Obviously, Zach had to, you know, step aside for obvious, you know, family reasons. Um, yeah, it just like, why did you feel the need to bring in a different director who's not even got the same tone, rewrite the entire thing, and then like shove it out the door? I know it was for like a quick buck, but my goodness, it really just derailed the entire DCEU. <laughs> like it's such a bizarre, such a bizarre choice. Um, I think the only reason they did that is because Joss did a good job with with Avengers, and they thought, oh, we can get him in, and he'll 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 fix the situation. There's either one of two things that should have happened with that film, which was either you just put Justice League on the shelf, do your other films like Joker and Aquaman and all this kind of stuff, which weren't affected by anything, and like you could have still done Shazam, you could have still done. Uh, what other films did they have in that time? Can't remember. Suicide Squad or something. You could have still done all those films because none of them have got any impact on Zack's Justice League. Um, and then you could have just waited for Zack to be ready to come back, or hired a different editor with Zack's permission. To because it's not like scenes needed to be filmed or written. The the sh- the f- film was filmed. You just had to put it together with effects and stuff. And yeah, Zack would have possibly needed some input on that. Obviously, it was his vision, but. You took like the worst approach possible, which was no. Nah, let's just like not use that entire film. Let's reshoot the whole thing. Anyway, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna have to look into the whole Donna cut thing and find out what that's all about. I'm va- I'm j- I'm only vaguely aware of sort of this one's different for whatever reason. So I'll, I'll have to look into that. But I'll fo- have to follow up on those. Um, what else have I have I got? Um, I did kind of want to do things like, um, cause I don't, I don't want, I, I want to have a good, mi- when I've got my 10 episodes or eight or 10, whatever I choose to do, I want to have a good mix of things that I've actually never seen before. So the wire, obviously I've seen the first four seasons and things that I've not seen for a long time that are still classics, but I can sort of revisit with fresh eyes, which was the case with like Hercules and Monsters Inc and stuff. Um, so I want to get a good mix of those in there. Um, I'm curious to revisit Sam Raimi's Spider-Man films, though. Um, classic Reviews is one where I, I, I will genuinely take actual suggestions and stuff. If if there's... Because you might... I mean, I'm 28, for those of you that don't know. So anything before my time, I would have, you know, struggled to see for obvious reasons. I've seen things like, you know, Star Wars and that, but... Um, that's kind of an idea, a little mini-series idea I had as well, which was, and I'd probably include David because he's like the Star Wars guy, um, is to do, not not necessarily for 7, 8 and 9, but at least 1 through 6 of, of the Star Wars films um, to do those as classic reviews episodes. Um, plus we had actually reviewed, no, we reviewed 8 and 9. Um, I guess we could do do a review for... Seven as well. Um, again, I don't know when any of this will be getting watched or recorded, but um, these are just some of the ideas I've got. Um, so, yeah. Uh, speaking of David, uh, we'll probably try to revisit Breaking Bad at some point this year. Um, there's no more Westworld, no more Better Call Saul. We've only got the three shorts. No, there only actually be two of them this year. The Walking Dead, um, wherever they're going to air. I think it's Rick and Michonne this year, and... Um, oh god, what what's the other one? Maggie and Negan, because the Daryl one I think is next year. What one of them is next year? Two of them are this year. Uh, the six episodes for that. 
Um, and obviously we're, we're doing Last of Us at the moment. Because uh, we need to have a clear runway of 13 episodes. Because we don't need to do a preview podcast for Season 3 of Breaking Bad. Because, like, we don't need to do that. Um, but, like, a clear runway of 13 or so weeks. Obviously we can put it on on a pause or bring it back or whatever. But there's no sort of other main big... Like, because Walking Dead, other than, other than those six episode little seasons, it's not coming back for its for another season. It's finished, so we've got that going on. Uh, so Breaking Bad will will come back. I, I knew we wouldn't be able to do that last year because we had Westworld and House of the Dragon, and then we had Walking Dead, and there, there was a lot of stuff to cover last year. Um, I don't know what year we've covered the most TV in, but last year certainly felt like one of those one of those years. Uh, with like Walking Dead, Westworld, House of Dragon, Better Call Soul. There's <laughs> a lot of stuff. Um, there was another one that we did as well. What was it? Oh no, we were going to do Tales of Walking Dead, but it's, it's not aired over here. So uh, those are from some podcast plans. So yeah, at some point, um, I've got a rough idea of what to kind of start with. I might ease myself in with something a little easier, like with the, the, the next season of Fools and Horses. That would be like something... Smaller and quicker to kind of kick things off because something like you know ten hours of the wire, as much as that might be a great television show, that's still time to you know make that. Uh, my goal is to get that done by. And I know this sounds like a long way away, but you know time can pass by. Uh, to get that done for probably probably Decemberish, I think that's when I'll keep putting the classic reviews episodes out. Um, I used to put them out in the summer, but now TV's just not not in any organised order. Um, so yeah, um, we're just going to talk a little bit about film reviews as well. I always feel the need to review every single film I watch. Now, because obviously we cover TV, games, films, obviously Man United. I whenever I finish a TV season, I don't always feel the specific need to review it. When I do with a game, because I only finish. 10 games a year maybe, some of them are very short, uh, maybe 7, maybe 10 games, I play a lot of games throughout the year but I don't always finish stuff because if it's bad I'm going to stop playing it, um, but uh, yeah, I, I always review all the games that I play, don't always review all the TV shows that I watch but review every film, and I don't know, sometimes I'll be sitting there and thinking, oh, I'll just, like, I'll, I'll stick this film on kind of thing, and then think, like, oh, I'm, I'm going to want, I'm going to have the urge to want to talk about it afterwards, which is good, it's good to have that in me, but, like, it's sort of, okay, if I watch this film, which is about two hours, and then do a podcast, which would be half an hour, and then another 15 to 20 minutes to, you know, put the thing together, and then another, you know, five minutes or something to promote the episode a two-hour film um you know on average for that kind of reason takes me three hours because then i always feel the need to do a podcast on it because i wasn't going to do a podcast on a man called otto i was like okay this will be a a nicer simpler sort of smaller film and i can kind of just chat about it on geek town which i still did do but I suppose that's a bit of a different scenario where I had no plans to do a podcast for that. And then the film really impacted me much more than I thought it was going to, which is a really good thing. And I was like, I'm just going to talk about this film. Um, but I was looking yesterday at, like, you know, films outside of cinema releases. And I came across, you know, you've got that Glass Onion film, and I reviewed the first one as well. 
uh, the Knives Out films. I looked and it was like 2 hours 20 minutes. I was like, I just don't want to do all that right now. Um, not because I didn't want to, but like... Sometimes you just got to be in the mood, right, to watch certain stuff. And I'm sure it'll be a good film, at, at least good. I mean, we'll see what n- impact Netflix has had on it. But you've still got Ryan Johnson, you've still got Daniel Craig. But it's like, oh, that's another, you know, two hours, 20 minutes. Which, just by the way, if I'm, like, on a um, streaming service like that and I'm browsing films, because I know that there's films out there that I am intending to watch... But I was like, oh, I can't remember how long this film is. How long is it? It says 2.21. I immediately start thinking about, like, is it going to be paced well? Is it going to be too long? Is it going to be, like, really long, but a lot a lot is crammed into it? So there's, there's other factors as well. And I just wasn't in the mood to just go through that whole process. <laughs> so, um, plus you got the whole spoiler section bit of, like, you know, who the killer is and analysing all that kind of stuff. So... I suppose I just wasn't in the right uh, right mood to do that, but I'll review that eventually. I mean, I want to I want to watch. Um, is it called the Woman King? I want to check out Whale. I want to check out Megan. I want to check out um, what's that film called Babylon? Um, I want to check out. There's one called Causeway or something on uh, Apple, which has got like Jennifer Lawrence and Tyree Hill. I think his name is the guy from Atlanta. And as all these films seem very cool, but that's like hours and hours worth of stuff. Um, so, and yeah, I could just, you know, casually talk about some of these films on Geek Town, but I always feel the need to do, like, with, with every single film. Um, but then I finished something like Cyberpunk, for example, the first season of that. And I was like, ah, I could just kind of talk about that on, uh, you know, gaming, a bit bit of talk about it on gaming, talking a bit of talk about it on Geek Town, and that will do. I didn't feel the need to dive into that, so... I don't know, it's, it's interesting that TV, uh, out of the three mediums, TV's the only one that I don't sort of finish a season and think, oh, I need to talk about this kind of thing. So, I don't know, I don't know what that's, uh, what that's all about. Um, but there you go. Uh, what else do I want to talk about? Um, I've got Last of Us, I'll talk about Last of Us for a bit. Um, I was going to mention something funny to do with The Last of Us, actually. Um... So the third episode came out today, obviously, if you didn't know, myself and David got screeners for the first four, so we have seen the first four episodes, not going to talk about them, not allowed to talk about them, uh, until the embargo lifts, obviously. Um, So I'll just say, I mean, it's publicly out now anyway, Uh, episode three is the Bill one, Um, and he's he's a gay character, and... For some reason, I didn't have it on my mind of like, oh, what will the internet think of this on Monday morning or Sunday night when the episode comes out? And um, I, I was browsing some general comments about what people thought of the episode, what people thought about the show. And I came across this one guy. And again, these types of comments don't really bother me. They almost start to sort of make me actually laugh a little bit because they're kind of silly. And one guy, I don't know who it was, whatever was like, oh, uh, I'm I'm going to, uh, what did he say, get my kids to skip on this episode because it's not appropriate for children. Okay. <laughs> so, um, I mean, people have got different age definitions of what a kid is, right? You know, when you get sort of, what, between 10 and 13 and over, at some point your kid becomes a teenager. Obviously got, you know, newborn toddler or child your baby 
sorry, newborn, baby, then child, then teenager, then young adult, then adult, right? And obviously, you know, adult after that. Okay. <laughs> so, his general sentiment was the, the very specific reason that The Last of Us is not appropriate for kids. And he, he didn't actually say his kid. He just said kids. Um, because what was it he said? He said, I'm, I'm not going to let my kid watch this episode because it's not appropriate for kids. So, talking about kids in a general sentiment. Just think for a moment about what The Last of Us is about. You know, two survivors, Ellie and Joel, who are trying to work their way through this desolated, overgrown, uh, not zombie, but runner-infected-filled world with dangerous people who want to kill you for supplies, and zombies are infected who can um, have growth on them, which makes them become things like stalkers and clickers and eventually bloaters, right? So, horror. It's it's not a zombie show. It's not a zombie video game. It is a horror show and a horror zombie video game. But I would describe The Last of Us as a human story in a zombie-infected world. Because um, I've seen a lot of comments as well about like, Oh, I don't want to watch The Last of Us because I don't want to watch another zombie show. It's not a zombie show. Um, I No, it's... I mean, sure, you could look at this and be like, oh, Walking Dead was bad, I'm not going to watch this, which I don't understand how you equate that to, to that, because The Last of Us has got nothing to do with The Walking Dead. It's made by completely different people. The story is totally different. It's also not based off a comic, it's based off a game, so even that's different. Yeah, there is infected things running around and people have to survive. There's a, it's the same genre, which is horror. Obviously, there's lots of different types of horrors. There's slashes and all sorts of other things. But your general... <laughs> Your general sentiment is that um, uh, that The Last of Us isn't suitable for kids. Um, yes, I agree with that part. It's not suitable for kids. Because it's a horror show. And it's got an 18 plus rating on it. Which is there for a reason. Because there are horror, horror elements. Uh, and like, you know, deep adult themes and, and, and that type of stuff. So yeah, I agree it's not for kids. But <laughs> yeah, it's specifically not for kids because there's a gay character in it. Yeah, um, I would almost flip those around, those sentiments around, in that, like, if there's gay characters in things, it is fine for kids to watch those. Um, obviously, I'm obviously I'm not talking about specific adult content. I'm talking about stories which have um, queer characters in them. Just just to be totally clear, you probably knew what I meant anyway, but just to be totally clear, um. But no, it's not okay for kids. I mean, you as an individual parent have to make that decision. Even though I think that, you know, horror 18 plus things aren't for kids. If you choose as an individual adult or yourself as an adult and the other parent uh, choose if you do or don't choose for your kid to watch something horror based or violent based, that is your individual decision as a parent. I wouldn't wouldn't advise that your kid watch The Last of Us because it is scary and horrible and kind of sad um but you know that's up to you as an individual parent but um yeah that's 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 just that's actually funny like i I see i've gotten to a point now with like you know comments like that i i can't read that and get angry because i actually find that quite funny um like i genuinely i actually i sort of giggled a little bit um I was like, okay, the specific reason that you think it's not for kids is because it's got a, a queer character in it. I, uh, 
I have a bit of a secret to tell you. Um, don't 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 tell anybody else. This is a top secret. So in the Last of Us, right? So the character he's talking about, for those of you who don't know, is Bill. I don't think that's really a spoiler. I'm not telling you what happens to Bill in the story. So it's talking about Bill, and the episode three is about Bill. I'm not going to say anything else other than that. But Bill is in the episode. He was also gay in the game. Obviously, it's based off the game. Um, got a bit of a secret bit of news for you. So if you're talking about general queer characters, so whether it be lesbian, gay, um, bisexual, what's the other one? Why am I forgetting them? Lesbian, gay, bisexual, not trans, that's to do with your gender, not, not to do with your sexuality. Obviously LGBTQ, you know, that, that's, that's included in that, but I'm talking about sexualities. Um, so if we just underline that as just, you know, if you're just talking about just queer characters, whether it is, you know, a woman who's a lesbian, or a, a guy who's a, who's a gay man, or bisexual, or a woman who's bisexual, wh whichever one of those you want to talk about. That main character you've been watching for three episodes, she's called Ellie, she's played by Bella Ramsey. Um, yeah, she's queer. Uh, so, <laughs> your sentiment about, um... You want to keep your kids away from the show, specifically to basically specifically to avoid queer characters. Uh, there was one in the first episode, the second episode, and the third episode. Yeah, uh, she's the main character of the series. She's she's queer. So, what do you make of that? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. You you have to you have to laugh at certain points at parts of the, of the of the internet. Um, and I saw some other stuff about like oh they're pushing, you know. Gay, pro gay uh, propaganda and all this other kind of stuff, but yeah, just a bit of a news flash. That's that's not the only that's not the only episode featuring a, featuring a queer character. Yes, um, so yeah. <laughs> Anyways, move on from that. Last of Us is brilliant. Go watch it. Uh, HBO Max, Sky Atlantic. No, this isn't an ad, by the way. I'm not being paid by anybody. You you don't need to pay me to to speak good things about Last of Us because I've been doing it for a couple of years now. Um, we also we also have a podcast called The World of the Last of Us where you can go and listen to myself and David uh, break down the episodes. Which goodness me, I've had so much fun doing that. Um, yeah, it's been uh, it's been an absolute blast to do. I don't, don't know if you could tell by you know my my enthusiasm within the podcast. I mean, there's different levels of things that I enjoy. Right, sometimes it is interesting to dive into something that's bad. Sometimes it's good to sort of like, hey, this thing's good. It's good in this area, bad in these areas. And then things that you really love, and then things that you really, really, really love. Um, it's a fun part of podcasting. Um, I don't require everything to be, you know, a ten out of ten like The Last of Us, um, to in order to enjoy stuff. But yeah. Uh, anyway, um, but yeah, this 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 uh, show, um, it's getting like nines and tens from all like the ratings things. So whether you want to talk about IMDb or Rotten Tomatoes or whatever, um, this is getting like nine point nines and tens and nines sort of sorry tens like everywhere. Uh, and I've seen the odd comment about like oh is whatever and whatever the people haven't liked it. Um, and if you if if Last of Us isn't your cup of tea, it's totally fine. Um, it's not a story for everybody because not everything is for everybody. So. Um, I'm just curious about those people that kind of like, oh, Walking Dead tired me out because it was bad and they dropped off in an earlier season and like, oh, another zombie show. I really wish you'd understand 
the the different the difference in the in in the two things. So anyway, go watch The Last of Us. It's uh, it's pretty good. Even my parents are watching The Last of Us, and I didn't even recommend them the show. Um, they just because uh, this thing talking about promotion, we we've we've moaned and talked about Netflix and their lack of promotion and stuff. Um, I, 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 this might be the show I've seen the most promotion for maybe ever. Uh, there's adverts all over Sky. I constantly see like ads within like YouTube videos and stuff. Um, I got sent like two emails from Now TV telling me that the episodes were out. Um, when it gets to a point where a company is emailing you about a show, that that's like some heavy promotion. Um, and I'm seeing like you know people at work talk about it and stuff. Which again just brings me kind of back to the Avatar thing. Like nobody's talking. Like, <laughs> Avatar's made two billion. Nobody's talking about it. But like, The Last of Us is being watched. But obviously, it can't make two billion dollars in the same way because it's not a film. But this thing is like being watched by loads of people. But it's also being talked about by loads of people. So uh, it's uh, been really good. I've also just really enjoyed like, as somebody who's played the games quite a few times to see like other people um enjoying the show and uh what they've had to say about it so that's been brilliant by the way as well goes without saying obviously we we you won't hear about this on episode three or four of our podcast because we've already recorded those uh so we'll probably talk about it in episode five but as i'm on the topic of the last of us uh we lost annie version version sorry annie version um who was the performance uh actor not not voice or mocap because it was both uh for for the original tests in the in the games um such a lovely person such a brilliant actress as well brilliant actor um she was in because i i know her from obviously last of us as tess uh and she was uh, renee walker in in 24 one of one of jack's many right hand people um so uh, it's, it's a big big shame that we we lost her it was like startling the way we all kind of found out i mean not she she doesn't she didn't have to and no, nobody who's got cancer has to say anything publicly like obviously you deal with that it's a family if you do want to come out and say something obviously that's within your own private decisions um i, I don't know about anybody else i wasn't even aware that she had cancer and um yeah and then it, it this is kind of reminding me of the chadwick boseman thing like woke up when chadwick boseman passed away didn't even wasn't even aware that he had cancer, and then it was just Chadwick's passed away from cancer. And you're like, okay, you, you got like multiple things to process there, which is the lo- loss of a person, and like, oh, they had cancer. Like, wasn't aware of that at all. But um, yeah, she did. She did have cancer, and she she passed away from that. So w- wasn't even aware of it. Last thing I was aware of what any version was doing. Uh, I th- I don't watch the show, so I can't comment on it. But I think she was in the rookie. And she was uh, the one of the ball queens or something from Picard, which I also don't watch. Um, but uh, she'll she'll be missed, and forty five is very very young, isn't it? So yeah, just while I'm on the topic of The Last of Us, uh, rest in peace to, to Annie. He'll be missed. He'll definitely be missed, um, both as a person and and as a talent. So it's just uh, you know when you find out someone's passed away, like like an actor's passed away, and it's just strange. Like you just get that like that they're not here anymore. It's just really strange. Yeah, and also just just came out of nowhere. Um, so ah, uh, yeah, we always lose the talented ones, don't we? So there we go. 
Um, but anyway, the show will obviously you know, continue on in that, and hopefully we do get some other stuff from The Last of Us. But rest in peace to Annie. You'll be you'll be very much missed. Um, let's pivot from that. Uh, I don't have much to say about work. What's going on with work at the moment? Uh, for those of you that don't know, I'm a cleaner at a school, so there's there's that. Sounds kind of you know menial and basic and stuff but I do actually enjoy it not the specific cleaning part but the people that I'm around um like some of the cleaners that I really get on with and the teachers that I get on with and that so I like going into work to to see those people um so yeah we've we've been back for a few weeks now uh which is which has been good um and yeah work's been work's been good basically uh it's yeah it's interesting because sometimes like depending on where the teachers are because some of them leave as you get there and uh, sometimes they have meetings and sometimes they're in the classrooms and stuff um, and I, I never if a teacher even looks remotely busy I never try and sort of like spark up a conversation not that again not that you know I sit down for 20-30 minutes having a conversation I usually you know have a chat while I'm continuing to work um but no, it's been good. Yeah, I've, I I still enjoy it. Um, I mean, if somebody said to me, hey, you can get you know invested with loads of money and you could quit your cleaning job and do podcasting full time, that would be a nice thing. But I would miss the people at work. Um, you know, not that that's going to happen soon. I mean, Entertainment Talk's doing very, very well. We'll talk about that in a minute. But uh, <clears throat> um, yeah, it's been very, very good. So, uh, just a couple of other little things I wanted to mention as well. Uh, watch the first two episodes of Extraordinary. Really, really good show. I'm fall- I've fallen in love with it already. Um, that's basically about this young girl, young woman, young lady, young adult person, and uh, she's 24 in the show. And you, it, within the world that it's set in, you get given a power when you turn 18. And uh, she didn't get one. Uh, and the story is about her trying to, you know, find her power, but then also live with and live around people that do have powers. So uh, that's kind of interesting. Something which is really interesting about this show as well, which is not a very regular thing. I like stories about, you know, people with powers. Obviously, you've got all the Marvel and DC stuff and you've got other things as well, other comic books. We have a really big lack of TV shows about people with powers that aren't Marvel and DC stuff. <clears throat> I think I was speaking to a friend at work about this today because I was recommending the show. And the last one I can remember, so one that's not based off a comic book, I think is Heroes, which did come back for one season and then got cancelled again. That season was in 2015, I think. So that was a long time ago. Gosh, that's nearly 10 years, eight years at this point. Um, I'm very much up for having more, more like superhero shows or shows about people with powers, but not in the worlds of Marvel and DC. Obviously, I, you know, some will get along with DC and really love the MCU. Um, but, uh, like just get, because then what the, one of the advantages you've got is, okay, instead of, oh, it's Superman, he's sent from Krypton to Earth and he has... Super strength and he can fly and you know we we know that we know Superman um, and all the other sort of characters with powers and whatnot like hey Bruce Banner is the Hulk when he gets angry or controls his anger and whatnot he turns into the Hulk this big green person that you know is really strong we, we, we know all those stories 
Um, so just a general kind of like, hey, here's a random person, completely originally created, um, that you'll discover what their power is, and you'll watch the episodes as they learn how to deal with their powers, and other characters in the shows have got powers. That's something I really, really enjoyed with, with heroes. And like, a character's not sure about what power they've got or something, and then they do something in an episode, and it's like, oh, they can do that, or they can do this. Uh, Misfits was another good example. That that ended a while ago. Um, yeah, that was another one where it's like, okay, they slowly each discover they got powers, and they work it into the story, work it into the like the plot and the characters and whatever. And you see how they you see how they navigate the world with their power. I really like that type of concept. And it doesn't have to be Marvel and DC. I really wish I wonder if certain studios out there maybe have certain ideas for that, but think they'll just get crushed by Marvel and DC. Um and sure, not everybody likes everything from Marvel and everything from DC. But um those are the two like big, big superhero people with powers brands and not all of them are even people like you've you know you've got some aliens in there supergirl superman they're aliens Marshall manhunter is an, is an alien um and obviously you've got like uh what's some other examples like thor's a god and all, all that kind of stuff like he's from um is it greek or is it norse mythology norse uh, like, you got people like that. Like, those aren't sort of ordinary, everyday people that, like, oh, they suddenly discover they've got a power. So I'd, I'd really like to see more of those shows. I really would, but we don't have any of them. Um, the ones that, I mean, you've got things that are outside of Marvel and DC, like Umbrella Academy and that type of stuff, and, and you know, The Boys, but those things are still based off comic books, aren't they? Um, some of it might be, you know, to a T, and some of it might be changed, but just people coming up with original ideas are like hey here's this guy called john and he lives in new york and you're gonna discover well we'll tell you what his life is first like you know is he got a relationship what's his work and his job and his fat you know where's he live and all that kind of stuff and then we're gonna you know slowly reveal they've got a power and how they're gonna adapt her life with that power the interesting thing with this concept with extraordinary though is she doesn't have a power and it's sort of her trying to navigate life that way um i also didn't know either because when i started the, the show and i was like oh this seems like it's a original original disney plus show i was like oh this is slightly more adult than i was expecting but it's actually hulu show uh that been brought in to the uk for disney plus uh which is how that works so i'm i'm really enjoying it so far i'm trying to just i'm trying to like ease my way through it like watch it a bit more slowly um, so I'm sort of watching one episode a day. I'll be watching episode three later today. I think there's eight, and it's already already been renewed for season two, which is very very good. So I'm really enjoying that as well. Um, was there any other things I was going to mention in this podcast apart from the monthly report thing? I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, yeah, I talked about work. I talked about Last of Us, classic reviews, some podcast plans, Rishi Sunak. Um, it's been a mix of things this episode. So, um, I right, take a quick break. We'll come back and we'll finish up the episode with a monthly report. See you in a minute. Hi there. If you're looking to get started with a website of your own and a domain name, we've got good news for you. With our affiliate link with Kualu, 
you can click on that link which is in your show notes which is for our affiliate link you can go over to quality to get started with your website and domain name today they've also got a very handy chat support system which is usually in the bottom right hand corner to send messages back and forth to koalu if you'd like to ask them for help to get started with your domain name and website today so that's koalu and you can use them to get started with your website and domain name today thank you very much to koalu for this affiliate link Hi there, if you'd like to get rid of the ads in Entertainment Talks podcasts and listen to the ad-free versions of our episodes, we've got good news for you there as well. You can subscribe to Entertainment Talk at either the $5 level tier or $10 level tier. The $5 level tier will get you access to all of Entertainment Talks previous ad-free podcasts and the future ad-free podcast that we make in the month that you're subscribed for if you also subscribe to us at the ten dollar level tier that will get you that benefit that i've just mentioned and it'll also grant you access to request a review for two episodes of a tv show and a general discussion on that show or a film review of your choice so if you if there's a tv show out there or a film that we've not covered perhaps and you'd like our opinion on it we can watch two episodes of that tv show or film review so it's one of either of those per month of course if you continue subscribing each month you can pick a tv show then a film the next month and so on and so forth this is a great way to support entertainment talk get your ad free podcasts and also get some reviews of your choice thank you very much for supporting us and thank you for listening back to the show Alright, let's get into the monthly report thing. So if you don't know what this is, I'll be reading out the top. I forget how many it is. Is it six? One, two, three, four, five, six. Top six posts uh, that perform. So top six podcasts from the month of January for 2023. And also tell you the improvement over last month as well. Uh, so homepage archives is at number one, which it usually is. Uh, World of the Last of Us Season 1 preview is at... Number two, there's not actually a lot of difference between these numbers. The homepage archive is a few hundred out in front. And then there's about 20 clicks, views, whatever, in between the sixth and the second post. So these are all pretty close together, as I imagine some of the others are. Uh, Last of Us Season 1 preview, um, which is which is very, very good. Uh, Month Positive Creators 2, which is for Chris Carr. Uh, that was the next performing post, which she did find the episode and she did... Uh, Listen to it and respond, which is really, really nice. So uh, shout out to Chris Carr over on the John Campion show. Um, so obviously, probably what happened here is she replied and retweeted it and other people went to check it out. So thanks to all of you that did that. Uh, well, The Last of Us, uh, season one, episode one. So that wasn't my, because I called when I did sort of a quick late night uh, spoiler review, like first impression spoiler review, that was called spoiler review. So yeah, that wasn't for that initial spoiler review. That was for the full breakdown episode um, with with David. I don't mind which one of those did well and or what whatever. Uh, so that was good. Um, then best and worst of 2022. Good to see this still uh, kicking around. Best and worst of 2022 for TV, games, and films. Uh, so there's that. And then the Hollyoaks Long Walk Home episode and VR experience review. If you don't know what that is, uh, it's an episode of Hollyoaks. Uh, it was two months ago it was december some point or, or around that point november december ish and the episode is about uh verity Teresa, and maxine who are these three friends who are women and uh, they go for a night out and maxine get, gets attacked on her way home she doesn't die in the episode nobody dies in the episode 
Um, but she gets away and um, it shows like the impact of that. So the episode is focusing on one of the current issues in the world, which is violence against women and girls, um, which they chose the character of Maxine to be the, the woman that gets attacked for the episode. Um, and it just uh, it was a particular special episode for the show, and there was also a VR component as well. Um, you can experience both of them for free if you're in the UK. Uh, I assume the Hollyoaks episode is still on there. It's on all four if you want to watch that. Uh, I think you need a free account or something, but you can you can watch that on that. And then the uh, VR experience um, is on Hollyoaks' YouTube channel. Um, probably be a few episodes back because they post clips and trailers and stuff for the show. But um, And you can also, depending on what your device you're using, you can sort of scroll around on the screen and that type of thing. Uh, I did actually watch that in full sort of the PSVR thing because I used that and then used the uh, YouTube app. Um, it's not specifically um, uh, formatted for PSVR. It, it's not in like the 360 degree thing for that. Um, but you can, uh, or is it? No, I don't think it was. It was in sort of that cinema mode, cinema mode thing, I think. But then you could, um, I think you could use one of the analog sticks or something to like turn the screen around. So that was that was quite good. Uh, well, I say it's quite good. It was, um, you know an emotional thing to watch and, and witness so that was my review of that one those are the top six performing posts for the month of january 2022 for um what you call it for uh yeah for the website january 2022 uh so there's that one um so yeah that's the performing posts for that month thank you all again very very much for your support and your comments and just everything else um I was trying to work out the numbers we'd need for this year to break last year's record. And I think I worked it out. Last year it was a bit more straightforward because of how the days in the month go. But obviously I need more numbers than last year so we can keep breaking the record. Um, it's doing very, very well so far. I think I'm just about ahead of my goal for January 2023. So that's good. That's very, very good. Um, so yeah. Uh that's very good um all right that's it for this podcast thank you all very very much for listening uh thank you for your continued support and your listening and everything else um just remember you can always write stuff in to us whether it's podcast feedback or questions or inquiries or anything really uh you can write in lots of different ways matthew entertainmenttalk.org twitter etalk uk contact page information in your show notes there's an email box on the website version of the episode and a clickable email name in your show notes as well. So basically you can either type in the email. Which you don't need to do that. Um, although I think once you've sent an email off to somebody. When you start typing the name in. It recognises it doesn't it. So, Or you can yeah, click on the email name in the show notes. And I think depending on the device you're on. That takes you over to your like email app. And it sets it up so that the name is, uh, is already there. Or you can use the email box. So whatever you'd like to do. Uh, in the meantime, entertainmenttalk.org, podcast platforms, entertainment talk for TV, games, films, main night podcasts. Uh, apologies, by the way, for the other night, for the Reading game. Um, I didn't feel like there was loads of talking points, and I just wasn't quite up for recording at that point. I don't know what it was, don't know if I was like more tired than usual. It had been quite a long week, but uh, we won the game 3-1 against Reading, and it was very good. So, But I didn't really have anything major or specific to talk about from that so uh be back for united cast on wednesday that's the second leg of the semi-final against Nottingham forest and then palace on saturday i think so 
That's that continued. Yeah, entertainmenttalk.org, podcast platforms, entertainment talk for all of our different stuff. Um, I won't have a um, a transfer wrap-up thing, by the way, for January because we only loaned one player and that was basically it. So there's nothing to talk about there. So don't expect that episode uh, for that. Um, you can, of course, tell other people about what we're doing, where they can find it, either by just word of mouth or social media. So choose what you want to do from that and go from there. Uh, Patreon... Uh, $5, $10 level tiers for your free podcast review options. Have a look out for that as well if you'd like to. Uh, for all that, TV and film news, if you want to check out latest from that, renewals, cancellations, pickups, air dates, geektown.co.uk, geektown radio, be TV and film news. Uh, for all that, Bex over on Twitch, trust to be YTES, and on other platforms for classic retro chat and game streams, all that type of stuff. Me over on Twitch at eTalkUK and YouTube, where all that's archived and that kind of stuff. Entertainment Talk Plays. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you soon for the next podcast, whenever that's going to be. Goodbye.